Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to Wrestling Revisited for Tuesday, November the 14th, 2017, ladies and gentlemen, and we are far from over as we are 11 days and counting from the biggest, most exciting extravaganza of them all. Yes, folks, the granddaddy of them all, the WrestleMania of the National Wrestling Alliance and of WCW, ladies and gentlemen, Starcade. And yes, folks, we're going to be seeing stars tonight, ladies and gentlemen, as I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. And joining me on the line first from Trinity, North Carolina, who will be seeing Starcade in person, ladies and gentlemen, a week from this Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, at the legendary Greensboro Coliseum. Let's bring him in now, the Tony Savani of the radio network, if you will, none other than Mr. Chad Hinshaw. Chad, welcome to episode number 95. Thank you very much. Uh, glad, to, glad to be on here, indeed. And also join us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, from Front Royal, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, assisting Tony Savani in the captain's chair, if you will, however, tonight is our David Crockett, if you will, and also Jim Ross, if you will. He is the human suplex machine, the master of the histories and birthdays. You can hear him as my sidekick every Monday afternoon on Raw Radio. He also gives you the history and birthdays every night here on the Talk Show Radio Family Network, ladies and gentlemen. Here is John, the human suplex machine, suplex city master, Gross. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh Lord! <laughs> hold on, John's got something sore for us, guys. So hang tight. Oh, uh, not that, not that. Okay. Well, we've got a lot. All right. Well, we have got a lot to dive into tonight. However. And it is only fitting, however, that we are talking about Starcade, and we will turn it over now to the master himself, Tony Schiavone. But before we do, let's give you the number out: one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call ID one three nine nine two six pound, and we are ready to go. As sit back, get ready to enjoy your dinner, get ready to crack open something, or get even a chance to have your dessert, however, during dinner, however, because we're going to be talking about a great moment tonight. And to turn that over, I will again, as I said, mention it. Tony Schiavone has our moment for. So right now, let's turn it over to him right now. Thank you very much, there, uh, JD. Um, now, folks, as, as of course, as you remember, uh, the special edition of Revisited we did last week. Of course, we uh, of course dove into, like I said, uh, 
uh, some monumental moments of the of uh, Starcade from 19 from its beginning in 1983, all the way up to of course the Collision Course itself back in 1990, with rundowns of all the matches that took place and how actually how long each match took, as a matter of fact. So, uh, and like I said uh, here tonight, of course, with more of course JD and John on here with us here, uh, we'll definitely like so we'll run down all the matches here of each Starcade and uh, get everyone's thoughts and opinions, of course. Uh, about about this about this particular starcade uh, um, of, of the uh, each starcade that I am talking about. There you go. I will say it straight this time now. So let's go ahead and get things rolling here. First up, we started we started off with starcade 1991, which of course was one of two starcades that featured the infamous battle bowl, battle royal. Yes, uh, some big time matches here took place. Eleven matches here, guys, took place at. Starcade back in 1991. Let's run them down here, and uh, let's, then, like I said, we'll uh, run down each each Starcade and each match from Starcade, and then, of course, we'll be able to start an opinion about uh, about them all, but any particular mo- moments of each one that we would like to talk about. Okay, let's go and get it rolling here. First off, here are the 11 matches from the first the first uh, Battle Bowl, of course, edition of, of Starcade, like I said, back in 1991. A match at uh, a lethal and, and uh, all except for one were lethal lottery tag team matches here, guys. Uh, the very first one took 12 minutes and 45 seconds as a team of Marcus Bagwell and Jimmy Garvin defeated the team of Michael Hayes and Tracy Smothers. The next one here lasted 12 minutes and 56 seconds as a team of Steve Austin and Rick Rude defeated Van Hammer and Big Josh. The third match only took five minutes and 54 seconds as Dustin Rhodes and Richard Morton defeated the team of Larry Zabisco and Ellie Gante with Medusa in their corner. The fourth match took 13 minutes and eight seconds as Bill Kazmaier and Drushin Thunder Liger defeated the team of DDP and Mike Graham. The fifth match took 10 minutes and 25 seconds long as the team of Lex Luger and Art Anderson with Harley Race in their corner defeated the team of Terrence Taylor and the Z-Man. Uh, the sixth match took 7 minutes and 48 seconds as Ricky Steamboat and Anton Champion defeated the team of Cactus Jack and Buddy Lee Parker. That was a team and a half right there. Uh, number seven here, 5 minutes and 55 seconds is how long it took for Sting and, and the team of Sting and Abdullah the Butcher to defeat Brian Pillman and Bobby Eaton. Wow. Match number eight took five minutes and five seconds as Big Van Vader and Mr. Hughes defeated the team of Rick Steiner and the Night Stalker. Match number nine took 11 minutes and 16 seconds as Scott Steiner and Firebreaker Chip defeated Arachnaman and Johnny B. Bad. Match number 10 took 12 minutes and one second as Ron Simmons and Thomas Rich defeated Steve Armstrong and PN News. And the and the last one was the battle was the battle bowl battle royal itself, which took 25 minutes and 10 seconds. And Sting last eliminated Lex Luger to win that match. So big time start right there. And more thoughts on that here in just a few moments. Uh, let's go ahead and let's get to the next one, which was the second uh, starcade that featured the battle bowl. Which actually took now the first one in '91. I've tried to mention did take place in Norfolk, Scope in Norfolk, Virginia. Number 90, Starcade '92, which was the second Battle Bowl, took place at the legendary Omni in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, run down the matches here that took place here. Ten matches here took place here. 
First off, a singles match took seven minutes and 30 seconds as Brad Armstrong defeated Shanghai Pierce. And this was a dark match, by the way. I just want to mention that to you. We had four Lethal Lottery tag team matches here. The first one took six minutes and 51 seconds as a team of Van Hammer and Danny Spivey defeated Johnny B. Bad and Cactus Jack. The second tag team Lethal Lottery match took six minutes and 56 seconds as Big Van Vader and Dustin Rhodes defeated Kensuke Sasaki and the Barbarian. Wow. If you will. You got that right. That will dust in. Yeah, but yeah, there you go. Uh, Took six minutes and 59 seconds here. Fruit of my loins. There you go, John. I'll say it that way. (laughs) Took six minutes and 59 seconds as the great Muda and Barry Windham defeat the team of Brian Pillman and two Colts Scorpio. And the, the fourth match, the fourth Lethal Lottery tag match, which took nine minutes and eight seconds, had Steve Williams and Sting defeat the team of Drishan Thunder Liger and Eric Watts. The first match here, <clears throat> uh, number six here, of course, took 12 minutes and 49 seconds. It was a singles match for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship as Masahiro Chono retained the belt over the Great Muda. The singles match for the WCW World Heavyweight title took 15 minutes and 12 seconds as Ron Simmons defeated Dr. Destiny Williams by DQ. Uh, the tag team match for both the NWA and WCW World Tag Team titles took 20 minutes and 2 seconds as the team of Shane Douglas and Ricky Steamboat defeated the team of Barry Windham and Brian Pillman. Number nine was the King of Cable Tournament Final, which took 16 minutes and 50 seconds as Sting defeated Big Van Vader with Harley Race in Vader's Corner. And the Battle Bowl II, ladies and gentlemen, took 14 minutes and one second as the Great Muda defeated Vader, Dustin Rhodes, Van Hammer, Danny Spivey, Sting, Steve Williams, and Barry Windham. Very, very intense matchups there indeed. Starcade 93, folks, was the 10th anniversary. It took place uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina at the, at, for the famous, at the famous Independence Arena. Let's go ahead and run down. Uh, and, of course, I have Wikipedia here, folks. There are a lot of the show, a lot of pictures of the, of the original posters. And these are some very sweet posters that came out back in the day. I will, I will say so. Indeed. Eight matches here took, <clears throat> eight matches took place here at this, at this particular Starcade. First off here, uh, a tag team match which took 11 minutes and 45 seconds had the team up pretty wonderful, Paul Orndorff and Paul Roma, with the assassin in their corner, defeated the team of Two Cold Scorpio and Marcus Alexander Bagwell with Teddy Long in their corner. The Shockmaster defeated Awesome Kong with King Kong in his corner, and that match only took one minute and, one minute and 34 seconds. Okay. Uh, the third match took 15 minutes and 14 seconds. It was a singles match for the WCW World TV title. Lord Steven Regal, with Sir William in his corner, fought Ricky Steamboat. So I guess Lord Steven Regal retained that belt. Tag team match. The next match was a tag team match. It took 7 minutes and 48 seconds. As a team of Captain Jack and Max Payne defeated Tex... Crap. Salinger... There you go. Salzinger, there you go. And Shanghai Pierce. You get a little tongue tied here, folks. You got just that. <laughs> match number five saw a two out of three falls match for the WCW United States Heavyweight Belt. It took 15 minutes and 54 seconds 
Steve Austin with Colonel Robert Parker in his corner defeated Dustin Rhodes, who actually over <laughs> defeated Dustin Rhodes by score two to nothing. What? Okay. No, uh, next, match number six here. Need a buggy? Nope. I'm good. For the singles match for the WCW International World Heavyweight Title, match took nine minutes and eight seconds as Rick Rude defeated the Boss. So I think the Boss was <laughs> the big Boss man. Big Boss man. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, number match number seven was a tag team match for the WCW World Tag Team Titles. This match took 29 minutes and 11 seconds. And Sting and Road Warrior Hawk defeated the Nasty Boys, Knobs, and Stags with Missy Hyatt in their corner by DQ. In a title versus career match for the WCW World Heavyweight title, this match took 21 minutes and 18 seconds with Ric Flair defeating Vader with Harley Race in, in his corner. All right, let's see. Right here, we have here next up, Star K94 took place in Nashville, Tennessee. And there was a lot There was a lot of uh, big-time matchups here that took place as well. Uh, even though it was not as many as the, as, the, as the remaining ones there, but still some good matches there nonetheless. Match number one was a, was a singles match for the United States heavyweight belt. Took 12 minutes and 6 seconds as Vader, with Harley Race in his corner, defeated the champion, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. A match that took 14 minutes and three seconds saw Alex Wright defeating Jean-Paul Levesque, who we go, we know, I think we know him now as uh, Triple H. Yeah, that's right. As he did compete in WCW for a short time here, folks, which was very interesting. Um, single match here for the WCW World TV title. This match took 12 minutes and 11 seconds as Johnny B. Bad retained over Arn Anderson. A tag team match here took 17 minutes and 49 seconds. <clears throat> Saw the Nasty Boys defeating Harlem Heat by DQ. A match that took only 3 minutes and 50 seconds. Saw Mr. T defeating Kevin Sullivan. Wow. Uh, another singles match that took 15 minutes and 26 seconds. Saw Sting defeating Avalanche by disqualification. I think Avalanche was what? Was was was, was he Earthquake? I think that was Stuntenta, yeah, Earthquake, yep. That was, okay, all right. And the last one here for the WCW singles match for the WCW World title. Match took 12 minutes and 7 seconds as Hulk Hogan retained the belt over the Butcher. I do believe Beefcake. The Butcher was of, course, was, of course, also known as Brutus Beefcake. So, some good matches here so far here, guys. I'm sure y'all would agree here. Yes, uh, we, we go to, of course, once again, we go back to Nashville, Tennessee, for the following year, Starcade in 1995, uh, some great matches here that took place. Uh, woohoo! We got 12 matches here, guys. That took that that uh, that took place here. Uh, let's let's run them down here. Uh, I don't have times for the first two matches. Uh, we will skip that right that part. Both of these actually there were three dark matches: two at the beginning and one at the end. By the way. Uh, a singles match for a single a singles bout saw DDP defeating Dave Sullivan, and also the other dark match saw the American Males Marcus Alexander Bagwell and Scotty Riggs defeating the Blue Bloods. Of course, Lord Stephen Regal and Earl Robert Eaton. <laughs> American Male. Everyone remembers that theme song. Oh boy! <laughs> this ma- third match took 10 minutes and 29 seconds long as Jushin Thunder Liger, who was Sonny Ono in his corner, defeating. 
Chris Benoit. Number four, at 11 minutes and 44 seconds, saw Koji Kanimoto also with Sonny Ono in his corner, defeating Alex Wright. The fifth match, at 6 minutes and 41 seconds, saw Lex Luger with Jimmy Hart in his corner, defeating Masahiro Chono with Sonny Ono in his. Sonny Ono was quite a busy man that night, I think so. Match number six here, uh, match lasted 5 minutes and 52 seconds, saw Johnny B. Bad with the Diamond Doll in his corner, defeating Masa Saido with Sonny Ono in his corner by DQ. Another singles bout at 13 minutes and 43 seconds had Shinjaro Otani with Sonny Ono in his corner, defeating Eddie Guerrero. And Eddie at this time spelled his name E-D-D-Y, if everyone remembers that. Uh, match number eight um, at 6 minutes and 55 seconds had Randy Savage defeating Hiroshi Tenzan with Sonny Ono in his corner. Match number nine at six minutes and 52 seconds saw Sting defeating Kazuki Sasaki with Sonny Ono in his corner. Man, Sonny, like this, Sonny Ono was one busy guy. Uh, match number 10 here, a triple threat match at 28 minutes and three seconds had uh, Rick, Rick Flair defeating Lex Luger and Sting. Also, at 8 minutes and 41 seconds, a singles match for the WCW World title had Ric Flair defeating oh, good, yeah. Randy Savage. And the, and the third dark match, was, which was the last match on the card, was a singles match for the WCW United States belt as one man gang defeated Kensuke Sasaki, who was the champion at the time. We're getting here, we're getting close to some of the good stuff here, guys, so y'all hold on here. And as we now once again go back to Nashville, Tennessee for Starcade 1996. Some great matches that took place here. Uh, <clears throat> first off, uh, I will also mention for Starcade 96 a little interesting note here. WCW earned $113,040 in ticket sales with only an attendance with, with an attendance of only 9,030 people. The pay-per-view received a buy rate of 0.95, which is the equivalent of approximately 380,000 buys. The event was released on video in the United States on April 15, 1997, by, of course, Warner Home Video. Interesting, interesting thoughts there, guys. Uh, eight matches here for Star K96. At 18 minutes and 37 at 18 minutes and 30 seconds, there you go. A title unification match for the J-Crown and WCW Cruiserweight title, Ultimo Dragon, who was the J-Crown champion, with Sonny Ono in his corner, defeated Dean Malenko, who was the Cruiserweight champion. At 7 minutes and 6 seconds, a singles match for the inaugural WCW Women's Belt, Akira Hokuto with Sonny Ono and Kensuke Sasaki in, in her corner, defeated Medusa. A singles match at 14 minutes and 16 seconds, Jushin Thunder Liger defeated Rey Mysterio Jr. At 13 minutes, 48 seconds, a no-DQ match had Jeff Jarrett defeating Chris Benoit with Woman in his corner. Match number five, a tag match for the WCW World Tag Team titles at 11 minutes and 52 seconds had the Outsiders, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, with six in their corner who were the champions, defeat the Faces of Fear, Ming and the Barbarian, with Jimmy Hart in their corner. Uh, match number six at 15 minutes and 20 seconds. A singles match for the vacant WCW United States title had Eddie Guerrero defeating DDP. 
Match number seven, a singles match at 13 minutes, 23 seconds, had Lex Luger defeating the Giant. And the final singles match at 15 minutes, 27 seconds, had Roddy Piper defeating Hollywood Hogan with Ted DiBiase in his corner by submission. Now we get to the... Now we get to the nitty gritty here, guys. We're getting to it. We're getting to another great match here. I will also mention Starcade '97 through 2000 did take place in Washington D.C. at the MCI Center. Starcade '97, which is I now the Capital One Arena. It's called what now, John? I'm sorry. The Capital One Arena. Capital One Arena. Okay. Yeah, MCI. I don't think he's really in business anymore. If I'm not too much mistaken. So yeah, that's about. Yeah, thank you very much, here, John. I do appreciate that. Uh, eight matches here, of course, for Starcade '97. I think one—I think one of the most infamous of, of all the Starcades, in my, my personal opinion, to come around in a long time. It's my personal opinion. Uh, match number one <clears throat> uh, at 14 minutes and 57 seconds saw a singles match with the WCW Cruiserweight title had Eddie Guerrero defeating Dean Malenko. Match number two at 11 minutes and six seconds, a six-man tag team match. Had the NWO contingent of Scott Norton, Vincent, and Randy Savage with Miss Elizabeth in their corner. It was, I think it was originally supposed to be Conan, but Randy Savage took his place, I do believe. Defeated the team of Ray Trailer and the Steiner Brothers with Ted DiBiase in their corner. A singles match at 5 minutes and 59 seconds had Goldberg defeating Steve McMichael. And, of course, that was supposed to take place, as I said, at the pay-per-view prior to that, but something happened. It, that did not take place, uh, I think. Goldberg had gotten hurt, knocked out or something. I'm not sure. But anyway, um, let me see. Yes, match number four at 10 minutes and 50 seconds, a Ravens rules match. It was originally supposed to be Raven and Chris Benoit, but Raven said he did not was not going to wrestle. So he put Saturn in there. Saturn actually defeated Benoit in that match. It was a good match, though, by the way. Very intense, indeed. A singles match at 16 minutes and 36 seconds had Buff Bagwell defeating Lex Luger. And I think also, if you really think about it here, guys, with the referee being kind of disoriented, I think several NWO members, including, I think, Scott Morgan and Randy Savage, getting involved with that. That's probably how that happened in the first place. A singles match for the United States title at 10 minutes, 52 seconds, had DDP defeating the champion, Kurt Henning. <clears throat> I do believe, J.D., this was the first time DDP held a belt, wasn't it? Yes, I believe it was, if I'm memory serves me. No, right. it, no, 1995 KLD uh, TV title. That's right, that's right. When he he that's right, when he fought Eddie. Eddie. You're right, right. you're right. Yep. Yep. But wasn't it first, this was his first U.S. title, though. This was his first U.S. title, correct, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the first title he ever held was, the, you said John was the TV belt. Okay. Yeah, because right. him and Eddie had that match, I remember. Yeah, it was a good match, too. That's right, thank you there, guys, I do appreciate that. And 11 minutes and 12 seconds. A singles match with Brett the Hitman Hart, a special guest referee. Larry Zabisco defeating Eric Bischoff with Scott Hall in his corner by DQ, which I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, that meant that Nitro stayed in possession of WCW, if I'm not too much mistaken there. That was a stipulation. And also a singles match with the WCW World Heavyweight title. Uh, 12 minutes, 53 seconds. Uh, of course, I think Bret Hart was not too pleased with the final call, the original call here by Nick Patrick. So he came out there and restarted this match, and by doing so, Sting defeated Hogan by submission to win the WCW World Heavyweight title, like I said, in 12 minutes and 53 seconds. 
Like I said, I do think 97 was probably the most infamous one to come, to come around. And I uh, Starcade 98 here, guys. Uh, getting on to the nitty-gritty here. Uh, ooh, nine matches took place here. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, triple threat match for the WCW Cruiserweight title. Took 14 minutes, 55 seconds. Billy Kidman retained the belt over Ray Jr. and Juventude Guerrera. A singles, mouth, a singles match for the WCW Cruiserweight title took 10 minutes, 49 seconds. Billy Kidman retained the belt again, this time over Eddie Guerrero. Norman Smiley defeated Chris Ikea in a singles bout. lasted 11 minutes and 31 seconds. Perry Saturn defeated Ernest Miller with Sonny Ono in his corner. This match took 7 minutes and 7 seconds. A tag team match at 8 minutes and 56 seconds saw the team of Brian Adams and Scott Norton with Vincent, I think, from the NWO, defeat the team of Fit Finley and Jerry Flynn. A singles match for the WCW World TV title at 7 minutes 27 seconds had Conan uh, retaining that belt over Chris Jericho. And a singles match at 7 minutes and 8 seconds had Eric Bischoff defeating Ric Flair. A singles match at 12 minutes and 45 seconds at DDP defeating the Giant. And, of course, a no-DQ match for the WCW World Heavyweight title. And we saw, we know what happened with this match. At 11 minutes and 20 seconds, Kevin Nash becoming the very first man to defeat the one and only Goldberg uh, and also in the process winning the WCW World Heavyweight title. I think he had a little help from uh, Scott Hall. If I'm not too much. Yep, with that with stun that, gun he used. Yeah, the cattle prods, yeah, stun gun, yeah. But the, I heard that there was yeah that thing was tough. That was not that was not by all means a good sound. Oh no no especially bare chested like that man. Mm. Uh, the following mm. year, Starcade, like I said once again in DC, uh, 1999. Uh, we, whoa, we got we got we were loaded down with matches here, guys. Thirteen matches for Starcade 1999. Let's go ahead and run them down here. Nine minutes, 40 seconds, tag team match. See, it has the Mamelukes, Big Vito, and Johnny the Bull with Tony Marinara in their corner, defeating the team of Disco Inferno and Lash LaRue. A singles match for the WCW Cruiserweight title, three minutes, 32 seconds. Medusa defeating Evan Courageous, who was a champion, along with Spice. I think Spice was one of the uh, Nitro Girls, right? Uh, Yeah. That sounds about right, yeah. Hardcore match for the hardcore title, 4 minutes, 29 seconds. Norman Smiley retained over Ming. <laughs> wow. An eight-man, <laughs> tag, an eight-man tag team match at 4 minutes, 53 seconds. Had the Revolution, Shane Douglas, Dean Malenko, Perry Saturn, and Asia defeat Jim Duggan and the Varsity Club, who was Kevin Sullivan, Mike Rotunda, and Rick Steiner, with Leia Meow in their corner. Meow. Okay, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> that sounded terrible. Uh, a singles match at five minutes and two seconds has Vampiro with the Misfits defeating Dr. Death Steve Williams by DQ. Also, uh, a singles match at two minutes, 52 seconds had Vampiro once again with the Misfits defeating Oklahoma. So I think, well, that was that was Ed Ferrara. Wasn't that the rip-off of Jim Ross? J.D.? J.D.? He might have to step away. But, John, one Oklahoma. Okay. One Oklahoma, the Jim Ross ripoff. Yeah, Ed Ferrara locked him. Yes. 
Yeah, okay. All right, that's what I thought. Okay, I just want to make sure. Uh, at 7 minutes 52 seconds, a six-man tag had the team of Creative Control, who was Gerald and Patrick. That was the Harris brothers, right? Right, Ron and Don, yes. Ron and Don, okay. And also Kurt Henning with Shane in their corner. I think Shane was also Vincent, Virgil, whatever. Virgil, yeah, I, I, he's from my area, yep. Yeah, defeating Harlem Heat and Midnight. Midnight was a very tough-looking female Yeah, she, she was Booker's uh, bodyguard. Right, but of course, I said had backed up Harlem Heat in this match, okay? Yes. A bunkhouse brawl at 11 minutes, 18 seconds, at Jeff Jarrett defeating Dustin Rhodes. A crowbar on a pole match at 3 minutes, 53 seconds, at DDP defeating David Flair. A singles match at 5 minutes, 31 seconds, at Sting with Elizabeth in his corner, defeat the total package by DQ. A powerbomb and that match... Was when Lex, and that was when Miss Elizabeth turned on Sting. That's right. And joined, and joined up with uh, the total package. Luger right, again. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that Luger. Luger. Uh, yeah. A powerbomb match at 6 minutes, 58 seconds, had Kevin Nash defeating Sid Vicious. A ladder match for the WCW United States belt at 10 minutes, 15 seconds, had Chris Benoit retaining over Jeff Jarrett. And also a no-DQ match for the WCW World Heavyweight title at 12 minutes, 7 seconds, had Bret Hart retaining over Goldberg by submission. And the final one here, guys, Starcade 2000, which also, like I said, took, was the last one that was ever uh, that, that ever took place, obviously. Um, that was a pity, though, I will say that. And, uh, of course, it also took place in Washington, D.C. Ten matches took place here. Ladder match here at 13 minutes, 49 seconds. Had the team of three count, Shane Helms and Shannon Moore, defeat the Young Dragons, Cass Hayashi and Young Yang, with Leah Meow in their corner, and the team of Evan Courageous and Jamie Noble. Noble at the time spelled Noble with a K in front of it. Right. The K, yeah. the K was silent, yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah, a singles match at wait, seven minutes. Wait, did you say, who did you say was in the first match? Three Count defeated the Young Dragons and Evan Courageous and Jamie Noble in a ladder Wait, match. Wait, Three Count, hold on, hold on. You oh, no, don't tell me you got <laughs> No, you don't. No, you don't. Oh, my. You, you slide dog. You mean these guys? I mean, I heard of these guys.
that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. Oh, Lord, J.D., you are a slide, though. Uh, singles match at 7 minutes, 25 seconds. Lance Storm with Elix Skipper and Major Guns. Whoa, boing. In their corner. She was the, actually a very shady person I heard out of the ring, and she got into some adult entertainment, shall we say. Yes, and I've noticed it. Whoops. Uh, boing. Uh, defeating her with Miss Jones in his corner. A hardcore match for the hardcore title at 10 minutes, 21 seconds. Terry Funk defeated the champion Crowbar with Daphne in Crowbar's corner. Ooh, okay. Uh, tag team match at 8 minutes, 18 seconds. Big Vito and Reno with Marie in their corner. This, this, uh, and Chronic, Brian Adams and Brian Clark ended in a no contest. That was a tough match, I guess. An ambulance match at 7 minutes, 56 seconds had Mike Awesome defeat Bam Bam Bigelow. A singles match with the WCW United States title at 9 minutes 46 seconds had General Erection re- retain the belt over Shane Douglas by DQ. Uh, a bunkhouse brawl at 12 minutes 31, 31 seconds had the team of the Harris brothers, Don and Ron, and Jeff Jarrett defeat the Filthy Animals, Billy Kidman, Conan, and Rey Mysterio Jr. with Tigress of the Nitro Girls in their corner. I remember when she was there. Tag team match for the WCW World Tag Team Titles at 12 minutes 4 seconds. The Insiders, DDP and Kevin Nash, defeated the perfect event, Chuck Palumbo and Sean Stasiak, to win the belts. A no-holds-barred match at 7 minutes 17 seconds. Had, of course, had Goldberg defeating Lex Luger. And the singles match for the WCW World Heavyweight Title <clears throat> um, lasted 10 minutes and 12 seconds when Scott Steiner Retained the belt with Medeja in his corner over Sid Vicious. So, guys, there you have it. There, uh, uh, there, you, there you have it. There, some some great competition there. Um, now I got to get now. I'll, now I'll start. I'll start my uh, my uh, run here. Of course, first off, I will ask. Uh, I will. I will bring it to JD here. Let JD bring his take here on. Uh, on what he thought of, of course, of Starcades uh, between 83 and 2000. Any particular moment that stood out in your mind? And what was it about Starcade that really fascinated you? Not? Please, J.D., please go ahead and from 91 to 2000, you had some interesting starcades. I mean, 95, of course, was the battle between WCW and New Japan Pro Wrestling. It was like a best-of-seven tournament cup thing, which was pretty neat, however. 93, of course, you had the Flair-Vader match, which was really, really good, considering Flair put his career on the line in that matchup against Vader, in which Harley Race was his manager, of course. That was very unique, of course, considering 10 years beforehand, however, Flair and uh, Race had fought, however, in Greensboro, of course, at the very first starcade, so it was only fitting that Flair would be fighting close to home there. Uh, in 96, you had Hogan and Piper in a rematch, however, and Piper was looking to get redemption on the Hulkster after what had happened at the first WrestleMania, if you will. I mean, that was very interesting. 97, of course, you had some really good matches on there, of course. Uh, Malenko Mysterio still starting the show off, which was incredible, and then, of course, closing it out with Hogan and Sting, which was very unique. I mean, Starkey 97 was still one of my favorites. Uh, 99, 2000, I mean, 2000 was blah because, I mean, it was starting to really, I mean, you could tell by 2000, WCW was really having a tough time, like 99, how, especially when Russo took over the company, how I, he thought he would run the company, how, like, WWE, 99, uh, there was a couple good matches that stood out for me, but I think 99, 
uh, especially throughout 99 into the latter part of 99, especially when Russo Far came in, however, from WWE to WCW, they thought they could come in, try to save the company. It turned out to be not so much, however. But uh, my favorite Starcade, however, I have to stand out, however. Some of my favorite matches came out during those nine years, however. Like I said, Austin and uh, Rhodes was a great match. Claire and Vader was a good match. 94, I was not really a high on. 95, I liked the whole thing in general. Atani and Guerrero, Malinka, or Guerrero, uh, Pillman and, uh, or not Pillman, Liger and um, Benoit was good. Of course, Benoit, and Liger and Mysterio was good in 96, along with Piper and Hogan. They had some good moments there. 97, I really enjoyed that. It was one of my favorite ones, my second favorite in the 90s. But like I said, 99 and 2000, I had mixed emotions of each hour. But 2000, I think, when they closed down the shop, however, and did the last year of it, how you could just tell some people were not into it, however, and they kind of really had a tough time not following it. But, uh, like I said, how it's each their own. Good points are around, J.D. Thank you very much. John, any takes about, about any of the Starcades from its beginning in 83 to the very last one that was done under, under, under the WCW banner in 2000? Uh, what can you say about Starcade? It provided many outcomes. Um, I want to say the Starcade 85 one, Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair, one of my good favorites. Madam T. Tully was good that year, too. You remember the Steel Cage? Um, yeah, that was, yeah. That was incredible. Um, also, Piper and Hogan, Starcade 96. Sting and Hogan in 97. That that was good. Um, and it's a shame that Starcade was doing financially well in WCW, but such a shame that 2001, we weren't going to see Starcade anymore in WCW. Now, had we had seen a lot of WCW superstars and had they put the WWE down for good, we wouldn't have seen a WCW Starcade after Survivor Series 2001. Good points. Good points all around, gentlemen. Thank you very much. And let me just give a rundown here, guys, of, of course, the, of course, the, uh, oh, did you have something you wanted to add, J.D.? No, 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 no. I'm just listening. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, let's give a little bit of a rundown here to get, get 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 everyone's take here about the upcoming matches for, of course, the re the rebirth, if you will, of Starcade, which will take place, as JD said, a week from this coming Saturday, and Saturday after Thanksgiving, November 25th. Of course, in the in the birthplace of Starcade, the Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, North Carolina, my neck of the woods here. And of course, as we did mention myself and Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler. We'll be attending this show uh, <clears throat> coming up here, like I said, as far around, I think, 730. Uh, as J.D. said, the historic Greensboro Coliseum Complex. Great words all around about that, J.D. Thank you, sir. Yeah, uh, I mean, you, you can't go wrong. I mean, when you talk about buildings that have had history and tradition, I mean, there's so many you can mention. Like I said, the Greensboro Coliseum, the Richmond Coliseum, the Omni, the Spectrum, MSG, Boston Guard, the Capitol Center, the Civic Arena. I mean, the list goes on. And like I said, the only thing that would make it would be really cool, though, and they're not having it, obviously, of course, because now it's WWE's uh, title, per se. The only thing that you're going to be missing on this one, however, I mean, there's a lot of things, obviously, you're going to miss on this one, however, some of the big names that are no longer around, but the one voice that you're going to miss in that place, however, and it should be only appropriate that he should be there to call the action, and of course, he was the voice for many great Greensboro call team events, however, is the great Tom Miller, one of the best voices ever. Oh, I, oh, I would definitely agree. I, I definitely do agree on that. Um, let's run down the matches here that we have listed here. 
uh, thus far here, of course, <clears throat> a, a steel cage match for the WWE, WWE title. Of course, now with AJ Styles winning the championship, he will be defending that belt against Shinsuke Nakamura. The steel cage match for the SmackDown Women's title. And I'll tell you right now with AJ Nakamura, that could be a tease already for WrestleMania 34. It could indeed. Uh, Natalia will defend the women's title inside the steel cage against Charlotte Flair. And I've said this many, many times as well. It would not be Starcade without a Flair wrestling in it. And speaking of Flair, however, we understand Ric Flair, who was backstage at Raw last night in Atlanta, is backstage tonight in Charlotte. Oh, that's good. uh, I I have a feeling here tonight it's going to be a very sweet night, however, for uh, Charlotte. At least I hope it's a good sweet night for Charlotte, because I think this is her night to shine. Yes, it is indeed. Yes, it is. Of course, now, one match has any question, I will mention this, a triple threat match. For the United States title, we know Baron Corbin is defending. Rusev is involved, but we have not heard of a replacement for AJ Styles because now AJ Styles has got to be defending the WWE belt. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. And again, and again, it depends on if Corbin wins tonight the U.S. title because him and Sin Cara are going to be fighting tonight, hour, and the winner of that goes to face the Miz on Sunday, however. But uh, I think after all the talk that has been going on between Rusev and company, however, or not Rusev, with Corbin and Miz, however, I think it's almost a guarantee at this point that you're going to see Corbin and the Miz on Sunday. It oh, could yeah. change again. But like I said, I think Corbin is going to beat Sin Cara tonight, and then he will go on to defeat the Miz on Sunday. Oh, I do. I do greatly. I do definitely agree with that. Texas Tornado match with the SmackDown Tag Team Belts will have the Usos defending the belts against the New Day. We don't know, and we do not know in what form. Uh, or Biggie, Kofi, and or Xavier Woods. We don't know in what form this would they be. They better pray that the Shield doesn't get a hold of them first, because I know the Shield is looking for them, and believe me, the Shield is going to be coming for justice tonight. Oh yes, Especially after what after what they said last night on Twitter during Raw, however, about calling them crap and eating their own crap and this and that. I think Xavier Big E and uh, uh, Xavier may have uh, dug their own grave, so to speak. Oh, indeed, indeed. Uh, and, and, of course, like I said, another singles match here, a great one here, of course, as was reported, was a rematch from Hell in a Cell. Bobby Roode taking on Dolph Ziggler. Another great match there. Uh, also, glorious, because the choir will be singing. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> and, of course, the tag, team, the tag team match that was scheduled here, Aiden English and Mike Kanellis. Uh, of course, I'm sure Maria will probably be in their corner more than likely. It does not say here. We'll take on Brizongo, who is, the, of course, Bondongo and Tyler Breeze. And I heard, and from what I've been hearing, however, I think Bennett has done pretty well. I think he's been in training for a little bit, however, so far since coming out of rehab. And they say he looks pretty good, however. So, I mean, that's one thing that amazes me. He's not on, however, for uh, any of the Survivor Series at all. And you think he would be, however. It's just, I don't get that at all. As indeed, indeed. Now, one match that we have talked about here many, many times, it's not mentioned here, though, which I found it kind of interesting, unless, of course, something has happened and they had to change this, was, of course, a special challenge match here pitting the club versus the legendary Hall of Famers of Rock and Roll Express. Now, uh, J.D., any word? Uh, I think that's still a go for now. At least I hope it is because this is what we're going to be hearing all night long. Yes. I 
overall JD. This 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 new version of there you go. Uh, what's your overall take about WWE's version of Starcade here thus far, in your opinion? I think from top to bottom, it does not look like a bad show. I mean, you got some good matches and some grudges settled. I mean, the mm. Nakamura AJ match is going to be great. I feel that is going to be a show stealer. I hope the club Rock and Roll Express is not a disappointment, and the Charlotte and Italian match should be even great too. So you got some really, really good excitement coming into uh, Greensboro. John, any takes on this on this edition of Starcade coming out next Saturday? I agree with what JD said. I would definitely have to agree as well. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we of course have been talking about over and over and over, uh, November 25th, next Saturday, the Saturday after Thanksgiving, in the historic Greensboro Costume Complex in Greensboro, North Carolina, right near the neck of the woods here of WCWS, uh, myself and Mr. Hulkamania Bob Zucker will be attending WWE's uh, Starcade 2017. And of course, I, and of course, they may wait till the last minute to announce the third man at Port. In the triple threat for the United States belt, it will be interesting to see that happen. Um, and uh, they, could, they could pretty much place anybody in that spot. Uh, you got a lot of great contenders in there, without without a doubt. Um, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Is uh, 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 one? Uh, let me see here. Uh, let me see here. Uh, to, Uh, let's see. Anything else I wanted to add here about? Uh, well, that's pretty much like I said. That's pretty much what we got here. Uh, all my life, said Starcade. Like I said, born before WrestleMania. The WrestleMania, of course, you said of NWA slash WCW. Uh, of course, produced some of the and Katie, you stated before, produced some of the most historic events, matchups, mm-hmm. and of all time. Uh, I actually made stars out of some of your some of your big time talent here today, and of course, without that, without it, you would not have. A, you, I don't think, in my personal opinion, without Starkly, you probably would not have a very. You use WrestleMania would probably not be as successful as it, as it as it has become. Yep. In my personal personal opinion, here, of course, all the other pay per views as well, and of course, as we did mention before, WWE is. This is a, an experiment that WWE, WWE is doing by bringing, by bringing in pay-per-views under the old WCW banner. And this was, of course, like I said, very appropriate for them to try this one, which this is the granddaddy of them all here. Of course, obviously, the oldest one in the bunch. And I like keep hearing, and I keep reading reports how I know, I mean, we, we talked about many a time, how and the latest I've heard, I still think the plan is, and I'm looking right now and seeing... I think the latest I've heard, however, more and more, apparently there's still talk, however, I'm not sure if it's been confirmed or not, but I think the plan is still, however, that they will not broadcast it on the network at all. Yeah, well, which is a darn shame, because like I said, I mean, like I said, you've got to, like I said, you've got to, like I said, a lot of people now who are fans today have never heard, of course, of how successful Starcade was. And of course, this is an opportunity to show them, you know, this is where you know some of your wrestling roots actually came from and all. So I mean, it would be a pity, you know, if they did, if they did not broadcast this, or if they did, they're probably saying that now, and they may post it on there later. I mean, who knows? But of course, well, like they, I said, they got a, they got a week to go, but I don't think it's going to happen, which is a shame. 
Well, it, it it is. I mean, and I and I mean, I would have to. As much as I hate to say, dear JD, I think that's I think that's a very good assessment of that. Oh no, I think it'll still be a good show. Like I said, for those who for those down here in Greensboro who will definitely enjoy that coming up here. Uh, coming up here, like I said, a week from this Saturday. Um, there's also one quick note I will make here, folks. Uh, be sure to join us here, of course, at nine o'clock for WWS Revolution, the Mothership Broadcast, live video feed coming in tonight from United Wrestling Frontier. As as the Iceman will bring you the latest wrestling news and views, John will bring you the latest history and birthdays. Uh, we'll get our take on all, everything on all the uh, what took place on Monday Night Raw last night. Also, of course, uh, with some time allotted here, we'll, uh, we may be able to finish off that infamous list here, guys, of the 152 greatest wrestlers of all time. That was done by OnlineWorldOfWrestling.com from, of course, 2015. So and there might wait. be a meltdown or two. And, yeah, so we might hear some of that as well. So, uh, of course, J.D. might bring back the infamous icebreaker. So we will then have to wait and see what happens with that. All right, so guys. And also, so. don't forget the histories and birthdays as well. Yes. Absolutely. And so we'll be, we'll be back, at, like I said, at 9 o'clock. Of course, and I'll like talk to you guys later on on the chat box. Okay, John. We'll thank you. We'll talk to you later. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, sir, for joining us here. Joining us here tonight. Uh, uh, JD, uh, please go ahead and uh, anything you wish to go ahead and say. Okay. And, and well, before we go, folks, thank you very much, Chad. However, we want to remind you that tomorrow night a triple stacker will be at 6.30 p.m. where Chad and I will talk about the latest music, politics, and movies, including some of the new movies that came out this past week, including Daddy's Home 2, Murder on the Orient Express, and some of the newer movies coming out this week, most notably Justice League, which could make a big splash challenging the top movie of the last two weeks, however, Thor, which so far has made over $200 million, and then 8 o'clock, we will be back with Wrestling Debate, of course, Gerard, Michelle, myself, and whoever else comes online will be on the show at 8 p.m., 139925-pound, and then, of course, we'll be recapping what will be a very explosive, and we do use that word in a big-time way here tonight, explosive SmackDown, because tonight, folks, we got not one, not two, but three. Yes, uno, dos, tres, as far as title matches go. Among the matches you will see tonight, Baron Corbin and Sin Cara will go at it. The winner of that will go on to face The Miz at the Survivor Series. Also tonight, Charlotte Flair will be taking on Natalya Nightheart, however, for the woman's title, in which it could be the main event, however, we could see Charlotte become a five-time champion. The question is, will she do it with Flair, no pun intended, or will the Queen of Hearts, Natalya Nightheart, break the heart of Charlotte and Ric Flair in Charlotte's hometown? We'll find out and see if she'll go on to face Alexa Bliss. Also, there's been talk, speaking of Alexa, her and some of the Raw Town, including The Shield, however, and others could be invading SmackDown tonight at the Spectrum Center there in Charlotte, North Carolina. There's been rumors all day ever since after what happened a few weeks ago with an under siege thing, and of course after the New Day faked out Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose for the tag titles in which they lost them last week to the New Day. We understand that Dean, Roman, and Seth are also been seen in Charlotte today. So folks, the explosion continues. And speaking of Sunday, however, we got something mega coming up this Sunday, however, and Chad will tell you about that right now. Thank you very much there, J.D. Of course, this coming uh, Sunday afternoon at 5, 5 o'clock right here on Talk. In the pre-show, for the pre-show. Sure, Not only will we have a pre-show here, but on the network, too. Yes, indeed. Uh, of course, at 5 o'clock, of course, a special edition of WWS Revolution. Well, of course, we're broadcasting our live video feed from NWO US Forever for Life. As, of course, we will be talking about thoughts and predictions 
for all the matches here for Survivor Series 2017. Be sure to join us here for that, of course, prior to uh, bell time, of course, of Survivor Series 2017. That's coming up this Sunday after Sunday evening at 5 p.m. right here on TalkShoe.com. There you go, Speedy. Yes. It is going to be very, very interesting. You can bet on that, folks. It is going to be wild. It's going to be crazy. And also, ladies and gentlemen, this Thursday night, however, we will have a double dip for you, however, part two, however, beginning with Top Peel Inc. at 7 p.m., 14562 pound. And then, of course, Wolfpack Radio will be howling its way into your uh, computer and also everywhere else you want to listen to, 138521 pound just in case you're looking for a good Thursday night show and you're not wanting to watch Thursday night football, although this Thursday should be an entertaining game. It will pit the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Tennessee Titans at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh. And speaking of football, I must send out my congratulations to Chad's boys last night, the Carolina Panthers, who absolutely mauled, and I do mean mauled, the Miami Dolphins. As Mr. Cam Noon had quite a night last night, throwing for 350 yards and five touchdowns. So the Carolina Panthers continuing to strike uh, fear in that NFC. I'm telling you what, Howard, after last year's disappointment, Howard, it seems like the Panthers are on a mission, like the New Orleans Saints right now, the LA Rams in the NFC West right now. Things are heating up there in more ways than one. Oh, yes, indeed, without a shadow of a doubt here, the Panthers, like I said, are, are like I said, are staying, as the song goes, staying alive in this big time run here. So, let's, and of course, like I said, let's, uh, Let's just let's keep let's, let's keep it going here. And of course, speaking of the Panthers' win, um, there may be something special on tonight's Revolution having to do with that uh, win. They're thinking and so. Uh, and I'll, I'll wait and save that surprise for, of course, uh, for uh, tonight, tonight's edition of Revolution for that. So, uh, <clears throat> all in all, like I said uh, uh, thank you very much for allowing me to, of course, coming on. And give a good retrospective, of course, on uh, on of course a phenomenon known as Starcade. JD, let's take it back to you. All right. Well, folks, we will be back in the same time slot. Let's just say next Tuesday night, where hopefully we will have King NWO Gerard T. Smith joining us. We will also hopefully uh, have another great moment in the time machine. We do want to thank Chad for the last two weeks giving us a very special edition of Wrestling Revisited. And folks, I can tell you right now, as of after tonight, we will have less than. Five episodes away. We're five episodes from hitting historic number 100. I can tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, next week will be 96, the following week 97. Right now, we are technically, as of the moment, Howard, could be hitting the 100th episode the week before Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, on Tuesday, December 19th, or possibly the Tuesday after Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, Tuesday, December 26th. So, folks, stay tuned. We will keep you informed on that, Howard. And, of course, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a great rest of the week lined up for you, Howard. And we also might hopefully have something in store for you this Saturday night for the NXT fans out there, Howard, because this Saturday night, the War Games. You talk about WCW and tradition and history. The War Games return. Yes, folks, WWE's version of the War Games, copying WCW's trademark, Howard, will be coming up this Saturday night at the NXT TakeOver Show at the Toyota Compact Center in H-Town, the home of the World Series champions, the Houston Astros. It is supposed to be a crazy weekend in Houston. I understand tickets for War Games, Survivor Series, Raw and SmackDown, which will be next Monday and a week from today, are all sold out. They are completely sold out this whole weekend in Houston. So if you're in the Houston area, however, and I know a few of our friends are in the Houston area, a couple of them might be attending the show, but if not, if you're in the Houston area, we'd love to hear from you or from wherever you're watching these events. Are Give us a call or even just uh, give us a comment or two. We'd like to hear from you. But folks, it promises to be a crazy weekend down there in the Lone Star State. Yes, and yes, indeed, and of course, it's going to be a 
It's going to be a monumental weekend here. Actually, next two weeks, you know, if you think about it here, of course, with, with, of course, uh, with the Survivor Series coming up this Sunday. And, of course, as we said, Starcade coming to coming coming back home here to Greensboro the Saturday after Thanksgiving, November the 25th. Yes. Very good. Yes. So, so it, all, it will be it will be a terrific uh, will be it will be a terrific uh, terrific. And speaking uh, of Starcade next week, folks, I can tell you right now, well, John and I know John will be doing those Sunday birthdays and dates next week, but I can tell you right now how next Friday night, how uh, let me think, how yeah, next Friday night. And uh, next Wednesday, a week from tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, had two significant dates in Starcade history. What were they? We'll tell you about it. Absolutely. And we're, we, we, uh, we're definitely looking forward to that here, folks. So, all in all, like I said, we thank you for joining us here, J.D., unless you have anything you wish to add, sir. I think we're good for right now. But, folks, uh, get ready for SmackDown. They're just getting started now in Charlotte. So, uh uh, join Smack, join, join SmackDown, however, but join us back here in an hour because we will definitely keep you up to date on what's going on with what's happening in Charlotte. Thank you very much, there, ladies and gentlemen. Again, for the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGiromo, and the Human Surface Machine, John Gross. And also, I do believe we did have a Neil Patel along with us, and I'm sorry if I did not acknowledge him beforehand. I do apologize. This is Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, saying thank you very much for listening here tonight. As I said, five away from the big 100 of, of course, Wrestling Revisited as we get ready to park the time machine for the night. And, of course, we'll, we'll fill it back up with uh, trash and plutonium here for next week. Yeah. Uh, so that way, of course, uh, King Ice will be able to bring in some more historic wrestling moments with the WWS time machine. Wrestling Revisited is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoot.com, where we are two years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. <clears throat> uh, thank you very much for joining us. And like J.D. said, we'll join us back in an hour for, of course, uh, the Mothership, WWS Revolution, of course, with a live video tonight from United Wrestling Frontier. Take care of yourselves and each other. See you in the ring. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoot.com. God bless everyone, and have a terrific evening. Good night all. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.